0: Good morning. Morning. Isn't God good? Let's pray together. Father, thank you. Lord, you are over all things. Lord, thank you that you in your infiniteness became an infant for, for us, God. Lord, we are so blessed. We are so blessed to worship you around this Christmas time. We are so blessed to assemble together, knowing that you are with us. We are so blessed to be your people. We are so blessed for your salvation. And so, Lord, we say thank you. Thank you, Lord, that we can worship you and praise you today. In Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Please be seated. Good morning. morning. Everybody have a great Christmas? Yes. Good. Praise the Lord. It's awesome to see, uh, see you all today, especially the day after Christmas. It's busy, I know. So thank you for coming and being a part. We love Jesus. We love people. And it's great to worship together, isn't it? Will you turn in your Bible, please, with me to Matthew chapter 2? Before we do that, we're going we're gonna to say a couple of prayers real fast. Uh, in particular, I got a message this morning from Shane Williams that his uh, sister Tracy and brother-in-law Michael are struggling. Uh, they're, they have COVID, and uh, Tracy's in the hospital, and they're not doing really well. So we're going to lift them up in prayer this morning. Um, I know there's lots of other family members and people that are struggling with sickness and injuries and all kind of stuff. And so let's just take a moment, and let's just come to the Lord in prayer. Amen? Let's pray together. Father, thank you. You're so good. Lord, we come before you and we know, Lord, that you hear our prayers because you are a good God. And so, Father, we ask you, Lord, in Jesus' name for our friends and our neighbors and our loved ones, especially those who are sick, Father, and people that are struggling. Lord, we ask you, God, that you would bring your healing power. Father, we look, we look to you for healing. We look to you for your grace. We look to you for your comfort. And, Father, we pray in the mighty name of Jesus that you would show your power today. Lord, that they would be healed, that they would be free from whatever is ailing them. And Lord, that they would give you glory in Jesus' name. Lord, we especially raise before you Michael and Tracy. And we ask you, God, for your healing on Tracy especially and your strength on Michael. Father, we ask you that you would give them grace, even though they're far away from us. Lord, even if they don't know that we're praying for them right now, Lord, you know. And so we pray, God, that you would touch them and that they would know your peace in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Thank you. Well, my name is Stephen. I'm the pastor here at New Covenant. Thank you for coming if you're a guest here. Thank you for coming if you're from our sister church in Troy or watching online. We love you guys. Great to see you. Um, Kids, did you have an awesome Christmas? You did? Best thing about Christmas, what was it? What was your favorite thing? The presents? Who had the best present ever? Anybody? Nobody? Nobody got the best present ever? Malachi, what is it? You're joining the worship team? What? All right. Awesome. Drum box thing? Fantastic. Man, do you know what that means? That also came with a gift of grace for your parents. It's really an amazing, it's a, double, it's a double present. Drum box for the kids, grace on the parents. Amazing. It's both. It's both. That's great. Awesome. Anybody else? Best present ever. Yeah. No way! Serious? That's awesome. Wow. What, what kind of gun is it? Nerf. A Nerf gun? Oh man, does it shoot so far? Oh my goodness. Wow. Man, did you, know, did you know that your grandpa has um, hunted more deers than probably anybody in this room? Yeah, tons of deer. Dave Platt, working with the conservation department. He's got us all beat. Um, me, definitely, because my grand total is zero. So, <laughs> Listen, I've tried like seven times, but uh, the Lord did not grace me with that one. Anyway, moving on. Praise God. All right, Matthew chapter 2. Matthew chapter 2. Okay, this is, our, this is the story of the Magi who come, the wise men, and they are coming to uh, find baby Jesus, and they want to worship him. And so they come, let's, let's read together here starting at verse 7 of Matthew chapter 2. The wise men have already come, they found King Herod who's the king over the area and they've told him about this star that's come up and so they have discerned that this star is likely some kind of uh, supernatural event that is displaying most likely that there's, the king has come. So these guys are coming from probably Persia or Babylon and so they know from the, the exiles that happened with uh, with the people of Israel that, they, that this king is supposed to come. And they know enough that they are coming to worship him. Now, they may not be worshiping him fully in the sense that we are thinking, but they are coming to worship this king and show him his due. Uh, when you think of this, because it doesn't say specifically there were three. So when you think of this story, don't think about three guys on a camel in that beautiful like, Christmas card that you got that I probably sent you, and it's just, uh, that's all you see in the little silhouette, right? It's actually probably a caravan. So this caravan is coming. They've probably been traveling over a month. So they've been coming a long way. They saw the star. Here they come. And this caravan is filled with a lot of people. And these are important guys who have wealth somehow. And they're special. They tell the king that this, uh, this baby is born. They want to worship him. The king says, where is it? They tell him uh, it's going to be in Bethlehem. And then in verse 7 it says this. Then Herod summoned the wise men secretly and ascertained from them the time that the star had appeared. And going into the house, they saw the child with Mary his mother, and they fell down and worshiped him. Then, opening their treasures, they offered him gifts, gold and frankincense and myrrh, and being warned in a dream not to return to Herod, they departed to their own country another way. Praise the Lord for his word. Isn't God good? Will you pray with me? Father, open our hearts that we might see you today. Lord, help us, God, that we would know you more. They would worship you more. Lord, thank you for your call. Thank you for your grace. Thank you for your providential hand where you rule everything. And thank you, Lord, that you are our King forever. In Jesus' name, amen. So these wise men come, great happenings as they come to this house. And Mary is there with the child. They come and they fall down before him. They worship him and they give these great gifts. Who's not mentioned in this story? Who's not mentioned in the story? Joseph's not mentioned, right? So this guy Joseph, how would you feel if you were Joseph? Oh, that's I didn't even plan that. That's amazing. How would you feel if you were Joseph? How would you feel if you were Mary? You have the baby. It's probably been a year, maybe two years, since baby was actually born. They've come because they come to a house. There's time that's elapsed as these guys are traveling. It's probably not at the manger. So now you're home. It's been a while. Isn't it funny how Sometimes God does things in our lives, and a year later you start to wonder, did that even really happen? A year later you start to question, what did God say again? And here these wise men show up, they come in the house, they fall down to worship, and they give these great gifts that are exceedingly wealthy. Now, we have no indication, especially with being a carpenter, which is more like a stonemason, honestly. Joseph is not a wealthy guy. Mary, they're not in a fabulous, opulent house. And so when these wise men come and they give these gifts, these are kings that are far above their station in life, if you will, who are coming to fall down before this baby that's not in a house that's as nice as they're accustomed to. That's pretty incredible. And so here they come and they fall down and they worship. What would you think if you were married? Now, she's treasuring all these things in her heart. We saw this in the manger of what's happening with the angels talking to her. She treasures all these things in her heart, pondering them. Joseph, we don't get to hear a lot about what he thinks. And here's Joseph, and Joseph is receiving all this stuff. Have you tried to buy gold bars lately? I don't know if you've been out on the frankincense market lately or myrrh. This is not not cheap stuff. So if you're Joseph, and all of a sudden, here come these kings, and they put gold at your feet of your baby. This is a wild moment, isn't it? Here's what God does next. Are you ready for this? Verse 13. Now when they departed, behold, an angel of the Lord appeared in a dream and said, Rise, take the child and his mother and flee to Egypt and remain there until I tell you, for Herod is about to search for the child to destroy him. And he rose and took the child and his mother by night and departed to Egypt and remained there until the death of Herod. This was to fulfill what the Lord had spoken by the prophet, Out of Egypt, I will call my son. So here's Joseph. He's just received these gold bars. He's trying to figure out how he even feels about this stuff. And the Lord warns him in a dream, go now. Are you prepared right now, if God said, go now, right now, don't go home, go now to Canada or Mexico or somewhere bordering us. Don't actually go to those places, I'm just saying. But are you prepared? Could you go right now? How would you do that? And then here's Joseph pondering how he's going to spend these gold bars. And the Lord says, go now. And he has the resources in his hands to go do what God has called him to do. Isn't that amazing? And so if you're Mary and you're Joseph, the urgency of this, the urgency of flee now, Herod's coming to destroy the child, is terrifying and you're going to go live in a foreign country tonight. That's a, that's a big ask. But holding the resources and you see God's provision, how amazing is that? And Joseph is holding, if you will, those resources of what he needs to actually go and flee to Egypt. But Mary is holding God's resource for us to return. You see, Mary, she is holding the baby That these kings have come and fallen down before to worship. And the reality is, he is the king of kings and the Lord of lords. And remembering what happened just a year ago in the manger or so, she remembers what the shepherd said. She remembers seeing the angels. She remembers all the things that are happening. And now as life has continued on and she's back in the mundane of living not in an opulent house, here come these kings throwing themselves before the Lord to worship him. And she is holding the one resource that God has given us to deliver his people from slavery to sin. And so God will send them using these gold bars to Egypt that they might flee the destruction that will come from Herod. But ultimately, God will use that baby who will grow and live a perfect life for us. Jesus Christ, who will be our deliverance from slavery to sin. And he will be our life. How amazing is this story that God has given us of even baby Jesus who will grow to be a man who brings us to life and deliverance? You know, many years ago I was, um, i say many years ago now, but while I was in college, which was many years ago, God help me, I was uh, home visiting, and while I was home visiting here in St. Louis, my mom had this little car. And in the little car, uh, we decided to go all together as a family, there were five of us, to go uh, to see Christmas lights. Isn't that so, so fun, right? So we pile in the little car. We go to see Christmas lights. And as we're driving, we're going down Manchester Road. Uh, somebody was thirsty or something. We stopped at this little gas station, one of those 7-Eleven kind of places, and got a coffee, like a little, those mocha things, or those hot chocolates, you know? Um, if you've ever had one, it's basically lava in a cup. <laughs> and so you fill it up, and you have lava in your cup, and then you very carefully drink it so you don't destroy your life. And so we go to get in the car, and the car's small. And if I'm, I'm not a small person. If you've ever seen my brother, he's not a little guy. And my sister, she's beautiful and, and small and everything. But so she had to sit in the middle, little car. It was just a little sedan. So there was two giant behemoth guys, and then little Sarah in the middle. And then my parents were up front, and they're driving. And so we're in the little car, and we're seeing Christmas lights. And so we have our 7-Eleven lava drinks. This is going to be great. We're going to have the best time seeing Christmas lights. It's going to be awesome. And so I get in the car first, and then Sarah gets in, and David gets in, and we're in the car, we're getting all situated, and I've got my seatbelt on, and Sarah's like, I can't, you guys are too big, I can't get my seatbelt. So she hands me her lava drinks, now I have two. And she goes, okay, hold on, hold on. David, you gotta gotta shift. So David has to roll sideways to get to the seatbelt thing so she can buckle. So now David goes, hold my drink. So now I have three drinks. (laughs) I'm holding precariously as I'm sitting now. Also, I'm very tall small sedan, so my knees are up to my chest. So I'm sitting, you know, with my the drinks on my knees. And my sister trying to get the seatbelt jerks suddenly. With lava drink, jerks suddenly. And all those drinks just whoosh, down my pants. Lava. And so my immediate reaction was this. Ah! That was that was the actual sound I made. And that sound triggered my mother who was concerned to lock all the doors? <laughs> so I'm reaching for the door, and they're locked, and I can't get out. And I, ah, please open the door! And so I get it unlocked, and she locks them again. Three times this happened. Three smoke. I and I'm not making smoke was literally coming off of my pants, and I jumped out of the car like, ah, like this, and it was, it was not pleasant. I didn't have to go to the ER or anything. Praise the Lord. But I'm going to tell you. Like, this was not, it was a difficult Christmas, so (laughs) it hurt me a lot. There I am. Here's why I tell you that funny story. I tell you that funny story because of this. The Lord came with urgency to Mary and to Joseph, go to Egypt, and he gave them the resources to do it. Today is a day of salvation. The Bible tells us that we all, like sheep, have gone astray. Everyone has gone his own way, that we all have fallen short of the glory of God. And the Lord's provision for us, his resource, was to send his own son, Jesus, who died for us. He took the punishment of our sin. But that's not the end of the story. It's not just that he took the wrath of God that we all deserved. He also came back to life again. He resurrected. He rose to life. He's our advocate. He's our king. He's on the throne. He's alive today. Jesus Christ is our king forever. The wise men got it right because they fell down and worshiped. Upon seeing him immediately, they fell down and worshiped. And today, with that same urgency of go to Egypt to save your life, I'm telling you that God, because he has given us the gospel through Jesus Christ, that he died and rose again, we have the same urgency now that we throw our lives before him and say, Lord, you are my only salvation, like trying to come out of that car with lava all over you. We have got to get out of the car and say, Lord, I'm yours. Because the resource he has given us is only Jesus Christ. There is no other way. There's no gold bar. There's no frankincense. There's no myrrh that we can give to God. It's only us coming before him and saying, Lord, I am yours. And so today as we worship the Lord, the Bible tells us that we worship in spirit and truth, and we do that by laying ourselves before him, saying, Lord, forgive me of my sin. Lord, I'm yours. Here I am. Take me. Let me be yours forever. And with the urgency of lava on your pants, the urgency of go to Egypt now, know God's deliverance. And say, Lord, I'm yours. Forgive me. I want to serve you with all all that I am. Here I am, Lord. I'm yours. My life is yours. And I'm telling you the provision of Jesus Christ is so much better than gold bars. It's so much better than myrrh. It's so much better than frankincense. Did you know he owns all things? Did you know he's over all things? Did you know he owns you? So come before him and say, Lord, I'm yours. And know in your life, if you gave your life to God 40 years ago, know that all the provision that he has for you is already in Christ and that he is our king forever and that as we worship him, he will reveal himself. Amen? Let's all stand together and let's worship him.